Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? So where do I start? That truly is the question we get from parents all the time about the whole culture of conversation we're trying to create here at Next Talk. Today's show is to try to explain that, where you start and how do you start building that open communication in your home. Let me tell you, it is a big task. That's a big task to do it on one radio show. Uh, We're going to cram a lot of information on here. Um, I would say, first of all, you've realized that you need to create the open communication. I mean, that is the best first step, just realizing, okay, we don't have this, or I need to improve what we already have kind of thing. Just, you know, we talked about in the last show, why is Next Talk needed, you know, about how important it is to create this culture in your home today, because there has been a shift in parenting, and this really is the answer to keeping them safe. So once we realize that, mm-hmm. you know, we come, we have that light bulb moment and we're like, oh, I need to do a better job of creating open communication in my family. That kind of awakes us up. But, you know, in my book, I cover this in four steps. And it's step one, me, step two, my marriage, step three, my kids, and step four, my tribe. We're not going to be able to cover all that today. Right. But, you know, that whole, it really starts with me. It really does. It really does. I know you wanted to get out of it because I did. But seriously, we have got to look at ourselves, look in the mirror, assess our tone, our tone, and not be, realize if we're not good listeners. I mean, that is key. I, you know, that is the first thing looking back when I had that light bulb moment, when I realized we don't really have this kind of culture that I need to keep Mm -hmm. my kids safe. Mm -hmm. That is the first thing I did with my kid was I crawled in bed with her one night. She was in fourth grade. And I said, what can I do better as a mom? That was my starting question. Yes. And what she said really hurt me. Yeah. She said, you're not a good listener. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was thinking, do you know how much I'm juggling? Like I got very defensive, but she was telling me that I wasn't a good listener. So I tried to listen. Yes. (laughs) I tried to listen. (laughs) And uh, I said, well, give me an example of that. What does that mean? And, And she said, you know, sometimes you'll be multitasking at the kitchen counter and I'm telling you a story and you're nodding your head like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we all do, right? Because oh, yeah. we're unloading the dishwasher, we're checking our phones, yes. we're helping Bubby with homework and listening to her story. Like we're oh, doing all this at once. And I'm listening, you know, and nodding my head. But then she said, we get to the end of the story and you ask a question. And I had just told you that information. Yeah, she can tell you. So listening. I totally caught was caught red handed yeah. here that yeah. I wasn't listening. I wasn't tuned in. Yeah. And um, so I made a deal with her and I said, hey, I'm going to come back to you every couple months and I want to I want you to give me a report mm-hmm. on how I'm doing as listening. Mm-hmm. But I tell you that story because so many times we're shutting down conversation and we don't realize it. Right. Like kids are trying to tell us something and we're mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're so busy yes. and that we can't really hear them. And then they're they're like, well, it's not important to mom. And so we, we're creating barriers that we don't realize we're we're creating. And a lot of times that whole process of starting with yourself and, you know, asking your kids, what can I do better? And realizing what some of those barriers are. Part of that, too, is thinking about your own baggage, because a lot of times we're super sensitive. Those are triggers for us. So if we're saying to our kids, tell me everything and I want to hear what you're hearing and nothing is off limits. 
But then they ask a question about something that's a trigger for you. Yeah. A lot of times we'll tense up, we'll give the look, maybe we'll have the tone, like why would you ask me that? Or we sweep it under the rug. Yep. So we do all of those things that shut down communication and that tells our child, whether with words or with actions, you can't ask me about this. And they will ask someone else or they will Google it. I, I know this hurts, guys, but we got to deal with our own stuff because yes. we cannot talk to our kids. Like if we have, you know, if our, if one of our triggers are abortion or having sex before marriage yeah. or, you know, like a mistake, STDs, STDs yeah. something that we have struggled with personally yeah. Yeah. in our life and we can't get past it and forgive ourselves mm-hmm. and move on and heal. Mm-hmm. We're, we are. You are right. We're kind of constantly be shoving those questions under the rug, and that sends a message yeah. to our kids. I mean, we have to be no topic is off limits. When we say that, we mean it. I just want to throw in something to lighten it up just a little bit for a second. In, because we did just talk about STDs and sex we and abortion. But I was talking with one mom, and it was so great because she was in this phase of looking her, at herself in the mirror, and yeah. she was saying one of the things that I really had to practice, and I'm, like, waiting for her to drop the bomb. I'm yeah. Like, what was it, girl? Was it something bad in your past? And she's like... I couldn't say vagina. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, That's my right. family, nobody ever used the real words. Vagina and, so and penis. Like penis and, and vagina yeah. and testicles. And so we just, we laughed about it. But she's like literally like saying it was painful for her because it was not allowed in her house. So your baggage and your triggers can even be something like being able to use the right words with your kids. I know that, you know, a lot of parents struggle with that. But what an awesome recognition. It was great. Like this mom was like, I got to create open communication what is hindering that she looked in the mirror and she's like i can't say these words yes i love that if i knew this girl i would text her vagina like every couple (laughs) hours (laughs) (laughs) the peach emoji right yeah so really we got to start with ourselves before we can be there present able to talk about things with our kids it's so important and you know if you have older kids this might even start with an apology yeah you know sometimes a lot of parents, they've given their kids a phone and they didn't realize what they were actually giving them. And there yeah. were no guidelines behind it or yeah. whatever. I mean, we're Don't in Don't beat this, yourself up about yeah, that. Yeah, do not. No. Uh, there's a whole slew of people like yes. that, that it was just the new thing to do. Give your kid a phone. Yeah. And you may be thinking now, oh, I should have set perimeters and we should have mm-hmm. discussed it. I mean, go to them, you know, and maybe that will help create some conversation and say, you know, I didn't realize that we, there were so many bad things that could happen online. And right. I know Know there's lots of great things too, mm-hmm. but my job as your mom or your dad is to protect you from the bad things. Yeah. And so, can we come up with a system in our house where I am reassured that you're okay online, that you're not seeing all this stuff, that you're mm-hmm. not getting bullied, that you know a sex trafficking pimp isn't waiting in the dark trying to befriend you, and you're you're fine with talking to cyber strangers? Right. Like we just need to have some of those conversations. And so, hopefully, that will help open up some things. Um, also, with older kids, you can say share stories. Like, you know, news stories, like kids getting abducted from sex trafficking. Yes. Share them and say, you know, I didn't have these conversations with you. I'm so sorry. Like, I kind of miss this. Mm -hmm. One one thing that I like to tell parents, like, don't feel guilty about this. Cyber parenting has blindsided all of us. We're all scrambling, trying to figure out how do we keep our kids safe online? Yes. And, you know, transparency, sometimes people get nervous about that. Yeah. Like saying to their kids in a humble moment, like, I'm sorry, I missed this. And I didn't know. And I want to do better. And they think, I can't, I can't say that. 
to my kids. They they will take advantage of that. You'll be surprised. When you let down your guard a little bit and yeah. you're transparent and you're just human with them, man, you'll be surprised at some of the conversations that will start and how that opens the door to furthering conversations about other things that are happening in their world. Yeah, well, and if you explain the why behind your rules. Absolutely. You know, I remember saying to my 11-year-old when she wanted Snapchat, no, you're not getting Snapchat because we're not there yet. You mm-hmm. know, we are, I, I'm not to that part to that place yet where I really trust you online or I, and I trust everyone else. So we got to walk through this together. But you know, you, you can lay down the line, yes. you can you can make rules, but explain the why behind it. Yes, absolutely. My eight year old just the other day asked, when am I going to get a cell phone? Because someone in our circle got a cell phone and they are five and yeah. I just about died. But anyway, when he said that I was, of all people, I wanted to just be like, what are you crazy? You're eight yeah. years old, you're not getting a cell phone. But I said, well, here are some things that I'll be looking for, and that's when we'll know. There's no set age because I don't want to put myself in that box yeah. of, of setting and age. And then if they're not ready or not ready. you've had a red flag recently. Yes, yeah. yes. So, you know, just explaining the why behind those types of conversations helps so much. Yeah. Um, also, this is one that I remember from even – when I had babies. And guess what? It applies now. You have got to take care of yourself as part of this looking yes. in the mirror, starting with yourself. Parenting in this digital age is really hard. It's exhausting. Not that parenting wasn't before, but it is intense on a whole new level because you're learning a new way. And so you have got to take care of yourself. It's a lot of mental work. Yeah. It's a lot of carving out time for conversation, whether it's, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. We were driving in the car. And I just wanted to drive and be quiet and just listen to radio. But it was the perfect opportunity, me and my son. And I I was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. And so I turned down the radio and made, you know, started talking, asking questions, seeing if he, if it was a good time for him that he wanted to talk. Now he was a little tired, so it didn't really work. And so I turned back the radio up and then we we went on our day, but I made the effort, you know, and it's just that mental trying to figure out, okay, when are they ready to talk? And normally it's when you're at your worst and you're like, I'm so tired. I cannot do this right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But the whole looking in the mirror thing, it really does start with us. Um, And we have a show on that, Mm -hmm. a a whole show on really um, looking at yourself and saying, how am I hindering the conversations? Like, what do I need to change? Do the hard work. It's definitely worth it. And then as you're on that journey working on yourself, the next step is your marriage. Yeah. Uh, If if you are in a marriage and you're parenting together, um, man, it's hard. But if you go on this journey alone and you try to parent without getting on the same page with your spouse, it's going to be rough in a lot of different ways. And so many parents have come to us, or moms especially, when we started this journey and said, man, I get it. I'm seeing the shift and I'm changing things in my home and I'm already seeing the difference with my kids. But then I'm realizing I don't have this kind of open communication with my husband or they're finding things online issues with their husbands with gambling or pornography or whatnot and they don't know how to deal with it so marriage is the next component of where we need to start creating a culture of conversation well and that's that's difficult it's super um, I've had my husband on the show a couple of times and we've done some shows on that like what that's looked like in our marriage I remember we did one it's called from fighting to talking and we really did go from a lot of fighting to a lot of talking yeah um, because he would do things or say things, or I would. Like yes. my tone would come out in a negative way. 
um, you know, he would come home and be exhausted or whatever, and he wasn't helping me like I thought he should help me. And mm-hmm. so it would come out in sarcastic tone to him. Yes. Well, now we've recognized that he needs to just communicate to me when he's had a bad day. So I know he needs a minute or yeah. I need to communicate to him. I have had a horrible day. You're going to have to step it up tonight. Right. We're actually talking about those things instead of just like assuming and getting mad and fighting about it. Right. And so it really has made a world of difference. And it's, it's an unexpected blessing that I didn't expect on this journey. Because when I yeah. first started it, it was all about saving my kids from the online world. Yes. You know, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> but I've seen this just amazing thing happen with Matt and I's marriage as we began to really be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, hard to hear sometimes. Super really hard. <laughs> really hard to hear. Yes. But really cool. It's so worth it in uh, so many different ways. One, you'll just find this new satisfaction with your marriage because it becomes yeah. a safe place for yes. you. And we need that too as a spouse. We need a safe place as we're on this parenting journey. And then you're setting this incredible example for your kids when they see you communicating and talking through things, even when it's hard. Man, what a gift that is for them as they go into relationships when they get older. And then also, if you and your spouse are not on the same page about creating this safe place for your kids, if your kid comes to you and they're getting this great conversation, but then they go to your spouse and they're getting shut down, super confusing. And that can cause a lot of conflict. So starting with yourself and then moving that into the marriage component really creates that whole environment of a safe place for the family. Well, and my husband always says, honey, talk, guys don't like to talk. And yeah. when you say that, it it makes us like, ooh, like yeah. run the opposite no, direction. It's not really that though. No. It's really about the culture we're creating in our home, yeah. we're, the safe place, yeah. just exactly what you said. And I think one thing that I missed as a wife for literally 15 years, I, I just literally discovered this the last five years, was I always looked at Matt like the leader, the rock, the foundation. I mean, he's always been the tough one, yeah. right? When when things get crazy, I look to him. I'm like, fix this. Help me. Yes. What I missed was he ne- he needs a safe place. Yes. Like he's got things going on too, and he mm-hmm. can't always be the strong one. And mm-hmm. he needs to be able to... Um, and that's just been a beautiful blessing. But the safe place is really the culture, cre- cultivating that culture in your home is really what we're talking about here. It's not like let's sit down for three hours and go through everything. No. Lots of these conversations with Matt are two minutes or they're yep. on while he's commuting and yep. we're on the phone. But it's just working out some things so that we're not fighting later. Yeah, it's just really honestly being honest. I mean, yeah. that is here's how I'm feeling about this. And like you said, it doesn't have to be this long thing. It's just talking through the reality of the situation and how can we do this thing better? Like yeah. How can we make it better for each other? Because oftentimes how we're communicating with our with our marriage, we really are, that is going to trickle down into our kids. Absolutely. For sure. Don't you hear your kids repeating you? Yeah, I absolutely. My kids all the time say things and I'm like, ooh, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's me. Yeah. And so that like kind of shines that light on things that I need to work on. <laughs> my husband calls my daughter little Mandy. And yes. last night we had a situation where she was, my bubby was doing something and it was annoying and she was just laying down the law yes, for him. the oldest kid. And and, and we were looking at each other and he was smiling and I was like, oh, that's annoying. And he was like, yes, it is. <laughs> like, yes. I have this habit of asking a question that I'll say, yes or no? <laughs> and I heard my son say that some months back. He was asking the little something and he was like, yes or no? And he did the clap and I was like, oh, that's so bad. Why do I do that? But it, show, it showed me something I need to work on, it my is. tone. But then you go back to oh, step one. go back to step one. I got to work on myself yeah. so, much, so much. Work on yourself and then work in your marriage. Yeah, be on the same team together, guys. Really, it's so important. So yeah. first yourself and then marriage. 
Uh, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about the next step, which of course would be your kids. If you're just now tuning in to Next Talk, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. So on our next show, we're really going to delve deep in how to create this culture of conversation with your kids, this open communication. Um, But that really is step three. You've got to build a safe place for them. You've got to build their trust, not let your feelings and emotion take over, and avoid crazy mom mode at all costs or crazy dad mode. Or, you know, back up to step two, crazy wife mode. Right. That was a thing for me Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize until we started on this journey. But, yeah, just remaining calm. You know, I love the quote from Jennifer Rothschild. Mm -hmm. Feelings are powerful, but they don't always represent truth. Yes. So many times we react out of emotion. And if we just take a step back, we pray and we process. You know, we just take a minute. Sometimes it may mean uh, reading scripture. It may mean calling a mentor. Mm -hmm. It may mean just sitting down with your spouse and being like, I am livid right now. And this is what's running through my mind. Mm -hmm. And then helping your your spouse can help you process it. Well, where do you think all this is coming from? Maybe this is a trigger from when you were a kid, because I don't feel like this is a big deal. You know, just having someone help you talk through those emotions. Mm But what happens is so many times we just respond with those emotions and we say things we don't want to say and Mm -hmm. we can never get those words back. Mm -hmm. And then there are hurt feelings that we have to deal with. And then there's drama. And then that takes on a life of its own. Absolutely. And we never get to the root of the problem because then we're dealing with the drama. It's like putting Mm -hmm. a Band-Aid over a Band-Aid over Band-Aid, right? Because you're responding with those emotions and you're just saying whatever comes to mind. And listen, if we have that kind of home, the spouse isn't going to want to come home. The Mm -hmm. kids aren't going to. That's not a safe place. No, that's a chaotic mess is what that is. And so learning to control those emotions is just key on this journey. It is just key because we all have them. Um, I love what you do with your kids that name that emotion. Because you had the littles on the team, and I think that's brilliant. Well, you know, it's just one of those things, like, even for myself, sometimes I'm feeling something, I'm like, what is this? Like, why am I reacting this way? Or why am I tensing up inside? Or why do I absolutely want to cry in this moment? All these strong emotions that we have. And for little kids, they're just learning to process that. And it really helps. um, We say, name that emotion. Like, what are you feeling right now? And it takes a minute usually for them to get there. They're like, I don't know. And as we work through it, it eventually comes out like, I'm angry. Well, why are you angry? And we walk through what caused that anger. And then we talk about healthy ways to get that emotion out. Because a lot of times with my little people, it's like, I'm going to pull your hair. That's how I'm going to deal with being angry. Or I'm going to kick this thing or whatever it might be. Or I'm going to say hurtful things as they get older. And so we name our emotions and then we try to find a healthy way to work through them. Um, And that helps. It does because emotions respond to emotions. Have you ever noticed that? Like when I'm crazy, I feel like my kids are crazy back. When I'm crazy to my husband, he's crazy back to me. It's like they attract each other. And well, when it's I, that it's that it's that picking at each other. Yeah, we, like you're we just call it like chickens. Yeah, like it's a bunch of chickens, like loud, annoying, yeah. pecking at each other. And I'm doing the motion here with my hands, you're but doing they the can't chickens. see it. Yes, <laughs> but you know what we're saying, right? That craziness that ensues, that chaos, and logic tends to attract logic. And so, if we can step away, and like Mandy said, whatever that means, like for my husband, he has to physically go for a walk or a drive. He needs yeah. that. 30 minutes of mental space, and then he can come back and we can have a good conversation. 
I usually am like crawling up under the covers or I need to cry. Like I deal with stress by crying. And I used to beat myself up about that. And I'm like, why am I beating myself up about it? If that's how I have to get it out, I'll go in my little corner or in my room. I'll get it out. And then I feel like I can breathe and have a conversation. Yeah. So whatever it is that you can take out of the take the emotions out and get back to a logical place, man, that creates a home and an environment that's safe for your spouse and for your kids. And that's where open communication starts. That's the culture we're that's describing. Culture. And, you know, it's a place that you want to come home to when you're having a bad day yeah. where you can walk in the door and say, I need, honey, I need to speak with you for two minutes in the bedroom. And you can lay it all out yep. and you can be like, this is my day. And this is everything that's gone wrong. And they just help you process it. You know, sometimes my, my husband will be like, just go to bed. Just go to bed. I got yes. this. Sometimes he will say, you know what? I think this is a trigger from when you were little. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this is a big deal, but you're thinking it's a big deal. And that is hard to hear sometimes, especially yes. when I'm emotional. Yes. But I, I know he always says it to help me process what's going on. So sometimes I have to take a step back. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not a big deal at all. It's just I have blown it out of a proportion yes. because of one little thing that just triggered me. Mm -hmm. and sent me on this tailspin of emotions and I need perspective yeah so true but you're right I love that logic attracts logic because it's true it, it is. is absolutely true the more I have processed my emotions and my kids have seen me responding less mm -hmm. in this feeling stage mm -hmm. I'm seeing it with them and it's and crazy, and my right? kids will talk out loud like I do. Yes. Like my kid will be like, yesterday, I'll give you an example. I was in a bad mood yesterday. Mm -hmm. And we were driving home. My kid was trying to talk to me. I was just out of it. Like mm -hmm. I was in a bad mood. And she said, I feel like you're in a bad mood today, mom. And that's okay. Aww. And I thought to myself, that's how I talk to her now. That's, that's right. before we would have fought. Yes. She would have screamed at me. Why do you not care about me? Da, 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 da. Yes. I would have hit back. But now it's like a logical conversation. It mm -hmm. was just, mom, I, I can tell you're in a bad mood today and that's okay. And then we talked through that and I was like, okay. And, and I came home last night and I was like, cause I had another event I had to do. And I was like, you know what? I was in a bad mood and thank you for just giving me grace. And yes. she was like, you do me all the time. Like it, it's true. It works. Logic attracts logic. I like that. That clause, Kim. Well, it's, you know, something my husband always says, and this is going to sound super random, but it's not. If you don't take out the trash, the house is going to stink. Yeah. Like, it just is. Yeah. I am going to confess about something, but this runs through my head a lot when I feel like our house is not in a, in a good place. We have a puppy. Mm. If you've ever had a puppy, you know that's a that's it's a it's like a hard a stage. And yeah. you know they they poop in the wrong place. Except you pee. can't get diapers. I mean, there you are can, doggy but diapers, weird. but I don't think they fit really well. Super weird. Yeah, you could dress them. Okay, we're getting off topic. Anyway, so my dog has had an accident. You know, I'm just gonna, he just has pooped before. Yeah. Now you know if you come to my house, New you might puppy be stepping poop on poop. Is not good. It's not good. And I sometimes in the rush, don't let your vacuum, crazy, your robot vacuum, run over it. Right. Did you see that? I did see that. Where there's tracks of poop everywhere. With we, the, we made a with joke the Roomba? about that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because my littles like to turn on the Roomba. But anyway, okay, I, there have been times where like I'm in the middle of doing a million things and there's poop, mm -hmm. and I will put bag it up, clean it up, and put it in the trash can in the house. And when my husband comes home, he's like, what is that smell? And I can't smell it because I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it. In the <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in the house. There's like chicken. There's kids, sticky kids, you know. So there's all of this stuff. So I don't smell the poop. You don't so smell I the don't chaos. So I don't think to take it out. Yes. yes. And then so a fresh set of eyes, yeah. fresh nose comes in and it's like, 
it stinks in here. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I don't know if the Lord is trying to tell it's me good. something. I like that analogy. But it's, it's like funny. You, it's yeah, good. It's funny, but it's true. Like if we do not take the time to stop and smell the poop, yeah. not the roses, the poop, and take it out, it's going to cause an environment that nobody wants to come home to. We, we've got to deal with our stuff, with to. ourselves, with our marriage, yes. everything before we can really create this culture. I love that. I love that analogy. You got to take out the trash. You, you have to take out the trash or it's going to stink. Okay, so we've been talking we, about... We got off a little bit, but that's okay. This is a big this show. This is how we roll. We've been talking about how to create this culture of conversation. You've got to start with yourself. You really do. Deal with your baggage. Then you've got to delve into your marriage. You want to create that that safe place for your spouse as well. And let me just say, we didn't talk a ton about marriage today. Yeah. I mean, we did a little bit, but we have a ton of shows. Like you great and Charles shows. have yeah. some great shows. You can look at the Marriage Talk series, yes. the Midlife series. Yes. All of those marriage shows are on the podcast. So the last step, you know, we talked about kids, and we're going to talk a little bit more about We're going to do a specific show on that yeah. next time, yeah. But you also have to build your tribe. What does that mean? These are your people that help you walk through this journey. It's tough alone. It yeah. really is. And we have a show on that, too, called Finding Your Tribe. But you really need support on this journey. And this is really... Um, we're passionate about this at Next Talk. Yeah. This is why we encourage people to have home groups and yep. church groups and use our video curriculum for that is because we want to grow that community. We yes. want you be, to be able to have a safe place mm-hmm. to be like, I found this on my kid's phone. And then somebody else in the group be like, it's okay. We got to default to love and this is what we need to do. You know, like mm-hmm. help you walk through that when That's something a, like that happens. I'm glad you said that because sometimes people get turned off by that word tribe. And they're like, I don't have a friend that I talk to every day, all day on the phone. And, the, you know, we had sleepover in middle school and we're best friends forever that's not what we're talking about no so don't stress out this is a neighbor that you're just getting to know yes invest in people be the kind of friend you want to be find someone who's going through a similar stage of life these are people yes in your tribe maybe a mentor their kids just left for college and they've got a little extra time and and these are the people yes that are in your tribe yeah A wrap-up for today's show. One, open communication starts with us. We have to see how we're shutting down the lines of conversation. Two, the kind of communication we have in our marriage often trickles down to our kids. Can we be 100% honest with our spouse? And three, build a safe place with your kids. They need to trust you. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?